welcome back to the Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where a sultry voice drifter reads a page of the wise man's fear to you and then talks about it. This is page 886. Me up until you can get word to the Azioff in Thamesford. I nodded to the small stone building in the center of town. The mayor looked sideways at me, frowning a bit. You want to be locked up? Not particularly, I admitted. You can come and go as you please, then, he said. The Azzy won't be happy when he hears, I said. I'd rather not have anyone else go up against the iron law because of something I've done. Aiding in the escape of a murderer can be a hanging offense. The big man gave me a long looking over. His eyes lingered a bit on my sword, the worn leather of my boots. I could almost feel him noticing the lack of any serious wounds, despite the fact that I'd just killed half a dozen armed men. So you just let us lock you up, he asked. Easy as that. I shrugged. He frowned again, then shook his head as if he couldn't make sense of me. Well, aren't you just as gentle as a lamb, he said wonderingly. But no, I won't lock you up. You haven't done anything less than proper. I broke that boy's arm, I said. Hmm, he rumbled darkly. Forgot about that. He reached into his pocket and brought out a halfpenny. He handed it to me. Much obliged. I laughed as I put it in my pocket. Here's my thought, he said. I'll head over and see if I can find the constable. Then I'll explain to him we've got to lock you up. If you've slipped off in the middle of this confusion, we wouldn't hardly be aiding in that escape, would we? It would be negligence and maintenance of the law, I said. He might take a few lashes for it or lose his post. Shouldn't come to that, the mayor said. But if it does, he'll be happy to do it. He's Ellie's uncle. He looked out at the crowd in the street. Will fifteen minutes be enough for you to slip off in all the confusion? If it's all the same to you, I said. Could you say I disappeared in a strange and mysterious way when your back was turned? He laughed at this. Don't see why not. You need more than fifteen minutes on account of it being mysterious and all? Ten should be a great plenty, I said as I unpacked my loot case and travel sack from Greytail and handed the mayor the reins. You'd be doing me a favor if you took care of him until Bill is up and about, I said. You're leaving your horse, he asked. That's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Brianna. Wasn't Greytail a mare? Yeah, now I'm confused. <laughs> yep, I think, I think Maybe Rothers... there were three horses? <laughs> I think Rothers just lost oh, track no. of... Oh no, no, you know what? No. Greytail wasn't the mare. The Roan was the mare the whole time. There was only ever one mare. But I, I'm pretty sure Greytail was the mare, though. Greytail oh, yeah, was you're the... right, because he, he names Greytail and says that he's giving it to L to... to um lead right to take care of yeah 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 she lowered her head and muzzled l in a motherly way yeah gray tail is extremely feminized uh, on on previous pages so and wait do they and do they say do they say do they he the horse here yeah they he the horse normally huh. a horse will he haw actually that's a donkey <laughs> that's a donkey <laughs> related but not the same no. um yep all right well Everybody email Rothfuss. He 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 did not yeah. uh, use the proper uh, pronouns for the horse. Jordana, Jordana, ask me if Rothfuss kept the horse's gender straight. Hey Nick, did Rothfuss keep the horse's gender straight? Nay. Oh, I can't. I, you know what? I didn't even see that coming. Wow. I knew you were doing a bit, but I didn't know what it was. And congratulations, sir. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I think this makes up for a lack of bits the last couple episodes. Nice. <laughs> also, though, all of our bits have been horse related, so. <laughs> You know, what will Jeremy say when he comes back? Does Jeremy have some kind of 
I don't know. Does Jerry even like horses? Horses? I mean, his his mother was like a like an equestrian. What? I thought his mother was like an actress. Oh, lawyer. No, wait. No, know. let's 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 not dox his family further. But uh, you know, it was it wasn't a she wasn't a professional equestrian. But Jeremy Jeremy is from Gentry. Oh, there Stock. are pictures of horses in their house. You're yeah, right. Yeah, I think one one of them is like of his grandmother on a horse. Wow. He is from wow. Gentry Stock, and so his family have uh, traditionally, you know, ridden horses, so hunted foxes. Jeremy is our resident horse girl. Is what you're telling me. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Jeremy is the horse girl. Well, if Jeremy's the horse girl and I'm the dragon girl, what are you? I don't know, Jordana. What am I? I'll have to find out. Oh, come on. You know me well enough. Um, hmm. And now you have a dog. Are you Are you the dog girl? Uh, I don't know. I was hoping for something a little more out there so I could feign shock and disgust, but... Uh, oh, sorry. Eh, that's okay. I do like dogs. Well, you have one, so that's good. Yeah. He's a great dog. Uh, what's on this page? What does Azzy stand for? I feel uh, like I should know this. I really, I have, I have no idea, but we could Google it. I mean, it's such a, it's such a dated word that I don't think we're going to get a Google answer. I assume that the Azzy is someone who is just like higher up than the constable and not like directly connected to the town, but more or less connected to like that county. Yeah. Well, we've, we've had this idea injected before Jeremy might remember. In fact, uh, the listeners might even remember and be able to, to write in. Cause we've, we've had, it's like the, uh, the, 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 the judge, the trial, like we have this idea of the traveling judge, right. Who like goes from town to town to, to hear the cases. And so that's not a new idea, but I think this, this word as is a new one. And so I'm just not sure what it's short for mm. from context. I gather that it's that, that it's like the traveling judge, but I don't remember what the name is. Yeah, uh, to be honest, I feel like we don't need to know exactly what this is in order to understand what the concept is going for. Yeah, but I hang on. I want to address one thing because uh, there's the cardinal sin of podcasting, which is where you you say, I wonder what this is. I don't know what this is. And then there's a listener yelling at their podcast app going, it's this, it's this, you fools. So uh, if that is you, listener, if you are the one shouting into your podcasting app, it's this, it's this, you absolute morons. Uh, write us a letter at pageofthewind.gmail.com. Or uh, leave it in the Discord uh, so we can address it and we can close that loop. Yes. I do love a good loop closing. Yes. Jason of the Broken Arm is this guy's future son-in-law. So it kind of makes sense that he's like, yeah, that kid sucks. (laughs) Yeah, I love that he like gives him money. He's like, oh, yeah, you did that thing. He deserved that. Here's some money. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. And again, it like, as readers, it lets Quoth off the hook. Like we get to go, okay, you know. Everyone agrees that that was fine. There's nobody going, hey, you broke a child's arm, um, which I think is possible to leave a foul taste in our mouths. So we have like a second or third per. I think the, the Gran, three times now, we've been reassured that that was the okay thing to do. Once in the, in the, in the scene, once with Gran, and then again here. Kind of makes you wonder what that kid has done other than uh, like what he said to Ellie. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. What else has this guy been up to that makes the town feel like it's okay to just break his arm? I mean, I th- this is verisimilitudinous to me also because it's a small town. He's probably well, you know, he's wealthy enough to be betrothed to the mayor's daughter. So he's probably one of those like brats who has the run of the town and faces no consequences. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if this came out of beta reading. If people were like, look, you know, even though that kid probably did deserve it, 
it still feels a bit bad. So Rothfuss like went in and wrote a couple more scenes where they say it was good that you broke that kid's arm. I think that this sequence exists to kind of drive home the notion of like the law and justice, because what Quoth did was arguably just, but it wasn't lawful. And Quoth here is making a nod toward accounting for what he did in the eyes of the law and also making sure that the rest of the of the town doesn't suffer for it. Because obviously, uh, what is lawful and what is just are not necessarily the same he's, thing. He's doing a neutral good. He's doing a neutral good. Well, I would argue that he's doing a, maybe he's doing a lawful good. I mean, he's not following the law, but he's making sure that... He's following his law. He's making sure that nobody in the town will suffer because they like didn't do their due diligence in prosecuting him. Right. And again, this is like this is the unseen part of the story in the traditional fantasy story, because you would have, you know, the hero would return the girls, everyone would cheer and that would be it. But then there is this question of like, well, he killed these people. That's against the law. Uh, and, you know, you aided a criminal in escaping. That's against the law. And so you are punished for that. Right. So Quoth is making sure that there's deniability and that if there is a punishment, um, it will be a minimal punishment. Mm-hmm. Also interesting is that there's a bit of a uh, a, a nepotistic uh, stranglehold on the government and the law in this town because the constable and the mayor are close family. Yeah. <laughs> they're either brothers or they're brothers-in-law. And it seems pretty benign. Like it seems like the mayor is a decent guy and it seems like the constable is a bit of a sop, probably because there's not much cause for like... But it's not a great look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it, it, in the wrong hands, you know, a, uh, a, a, uh, a close family like that could, you know, really... <laughs> there's an awful lot of potential for corruption there. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's presented here not as, you know... Not in those terms, but instead in terms of like, we are close, the constable and I are close. So like, we'll both understand and we're both related to Ellie. So we will understand that, you know, that what happened happened for this good reason. And so we're not going to like, we're going to basically, he's saying we're, we'll protect you in the eyes of the law to, to this extent. Loophole. Yeah, exactly. It's a little loophole. Uh, And Um, I'm sure what Jeremy would say is that in a, you know, in a small town of this size, that wouldn't be unusual for everyone to be related in some way. Um, and also, also, if you are wealthier, you have time to uh, to have other duties. You have time to take on other other things. If you're just like a subsistence farmer, you wouldn't have time to be the mayor or be the constable. But if you are already wealthy, then you don't have to work your fields. You can pay someone else to do it and you can do this, uh, this blue collar labor. Sorry, white collar labor. Indeed. Okay, wait, I have two more notes. Uh, one is Quoth is doing that thing where he's building his story. He sure and is. He's like, you know, just tell them I disappeared mysteriously. And just like adding to his personal narrative there. Yeah, and that's so funny, right? Like that, th- if potentially that is the origin of part of the story is like, they he literally says, just tell them I disappeared mysteriously. And they're like, sure. And then they tell the story. And then that story turns into the truth, right? That like, oh yeah, he disappeared in a cloud of smoke or whatever. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's very funny. Okay, my other note is, I think there are three horses again. <laughs> okay, hear me out. So there's Lady Ghost who gets given to Kryn. 
There's Greytail, who he has with him right now, uh, who Rothfuss mispronounced. Um, and uh, Greytail, he's asking the mayor to give to Bill because Bill lost his horse. Yeah, Burback is the third horse. Oh, okay. Oh, so oh, okay. So you already you already solved this, and yeah, I, I think Ellie okay. is getting and Burback is the one that Ellie got, which is strange because Ellie and uh, and Greytail already have a relationship. Yeah, they were hanging out, but I guess although Greytail in... seemed less than amused by that relationship. Yeah, and you know maybe Bill will need a good horse. Like I feel like for Ellie, it's less about having you know a horse you bond with and more with having some capital. Yeah. Um, and Greytail, or rather, uh, Lady Ghost is loaded up with all the cash, and then Bill actually needs a working horse. All right, reasonable, good. Okay, there were three horses. We figured it out. Greytail, Lady Ghost, Bear, Bear, Burback. Yeah, yes. Greytail, Lady Ghost, and Burback. Although uh, the genders seem to have shuffled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, gender is a construct anyway. It's true. Yeah, we stand um, a trans horse ally. Yes, there we go. <laughs> it was all meant to be. Um, all right. Uh, those are my notes. Yep, that's it. I have covered all of the things. Did, do, you, do you have any more notes? No, you can you can close it up. All right. Let us... I'm really bad at the whole, like, finishing the episode in a funny way. This is It's really only my... been, like, how many years? How many years? Yeah, but, like, just because it doesn't come naturally to me, okay? <laughs> Will not come naturally. We actually we will. We will come naturally to the podcast tomorrow for another page of the weird. weird.